So Liz has donated uh, 75000 to youth, um, hockey families, and organizations in need. Um, why did you guys yeah. decide to uh, do this? Like, what was the uh, inspiration behind? Um... Yeah, yeah. So, so it's actually the Liz Foundation, just so I can be clear on it. The foundation is um, the foundation. Let me just give you a background on the foundation, and let me do that. Let me tell you how we end up doing it. Um, okay. The foundation is um, it's just this incredible organization that raises money through a number of things. We have a big, um, we have a big golf event. That's a big thing in the industry. We have uh, collections in our 1200 stores across North America where, you know, people can round up, especially in the fourth quarter. And so it's this incredible, it's this incredible foundation. Um, and one of the things I'm proudest about on the foundation is that there are literally no costs on the foundation meaning that there are no employees on the foundation. There's no overhead on the foundation. Every dollar that goes into that foundation goes out to um, people in need and charities in need. So we're super, super proud of it. Um, and we, you know, we, we have decided with the foundation to try and support a multiple of things. Um, you know, one of the things is things that really affect our, our LIDS community, which is essentially every community. So that may be something like cancer research. But we also take a really special focus on sports and youth sports. Um, LIDS is the largest seller of licensed sports, retail of licensed sports in North America. So sports is who we are. And, um, you know, I think that, that LIDS is this incredible, you know, it doesn't matter where you grow up in America. Um, you could be rural, you could be urban, you could be East Coast, West Coast, the middle, Alaska, wherever it is. For most people who are 18, 19, 20, or, or you know, they, they either work in our stores or there's a good chance that with one of their first paychecks and their first jobs, they went to our store and bought a hat, right? And so we feel like we're this, we're, we feel like very connected to, um, to, to kids and to sports across the, across the country. I live in Washington D.C. I have three boys. Mm -hmm. uh, we're a crazy, we're a crazy hockey family. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, my kids have played, my, my kids have played hockey at, you know, depending on the boy, at all different levels, from from house to very high level um, travel hockey. And you know, I I love hockey. I think that hockey has, I think my kids have, and I said it in the video, but I think my kids have learned incredible life lessons from from hockey you know the failure of not making the team they want to make and having to work hard the failure and successes on the ice having to work as a team sportsmanship all those things that you want you know whether you're a girl or a boy or it doesn't matter you want your kids to learn so and we also feel like hockey for us has been this incredible opportunity for us to make friends and and where we live in montgomery county I would argue that the hockey rink is the most diverse in, for our kids in many ways. It's the most, one of the most diverse places that they go. It's just incredible how diverse it is. Um, people playing playing hockey. It's a unifying sport where we where you know where where we are. What I saw on my kids' teams 
was that every single year, as, especially as you got older, kids were dropping out. And they weren't dropping out because they were good hockey players. They, they weren't good hockey players. And they weren't dropping out because they didn't want to play it. They were dropping out because of the cost of it. And hockey is an expensive sport. Um, it's, I actually think it's less about the equipment because equipment actually can last a couple of years, and equipment is a few hundred bucks, and you can generally find used equipment. It's more about the fees to pay to, to, to play ice hockey, to play on a club. And those fees are primarily to cover the expense of ice costs. I, renting ice is just really, really expensive. Most clubs, the uh, coaches are volunteers, so it's not paying for that. It's essentially paying for the paying for the ice. And so we decided, hey, how can we help? How can we help out um, and bring attention to the fact that hockey's so expensive and try and set an example? Um, and so we look. We, you know, and my initial thought was, well, there must be some charity or something out there that does scholarships for families in need. And we couldn't find anything. Like there was nothing. There was nothing out there really. Uh, you know, some of the some of the individual hockey clubs they may give a little bit of a scholarship here or there, but there wasn't anything unifying. And so we decided to start a program. We partnered with uh, I think it's five hockey clubs so far. Where we went to the hockey clubs, we made donations to the hockey clubs of between ten and fifteen thousand dollars, and we said to the hockey clubs, "Listen." You guys are better at administrating this than we are, but we want to we want to set up a we want to set up a scholarship, um, you know, in thousand dollar increments where people where families can apply and use this to, to subsidize the fees to pay um, to pay hockey. And, um, you know, the clubs generally just ask grass from families that were in need. It was done in um, it was done completely privately. Um, so that nobody knew, so that you know, you, nobody knew about who was applying. Nobody knew about who was getting the money. Um, if you got the money, some of the clubs asked if people were willing to let that be public, so they could publicize it. But otherwise, it was done, you know, very privately. It wasn't a situation where we were asking for tax returns or that kind of stuff. We were asking for people to to be honorable and just tell us why this would make an impact on their on their family. And what happens what happens in hockey clubs is. You tend to hear about it. I mean, I've been in hockey clubs for years, and I've, I've, it seemed to me that almost every year we heard if they just got $500 or $1,000, you know, their child could play hockey this year, and because they didn't have it, the child was going to drop out. And so we tried, you know, we decided to try and try and start this and hopefully make it an example, and, and we intend to keep doing it, make it an example and also something that can expand. That was a really long answer. Yeah, <laughs> but that was great. All right, so um, how good does it feel to be able to help organizations in the um, – how does that make you feel inside that you're able to at least – I mean, oh. I, I, I think that there are a few things that I'm as, as proud of as this. Yeah. Because I think we started from the – you know, I, listen, I've built, I've built a really big company. I'm mm-hmm. super proud of that. I'm super proud of – all of our teammates in the company and I'm super proud of the culture that we have. And I'm super that made me as proud as, as this, because I, I love hockey. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is hopefully it is a, it is a gift that is going to impact um, kids playing hockey, which means to me it's going to impact their entire lives. 
and I'm hoping we can be an example to other people in the hockey community. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's awesome. And, um, you know, I'll go to the ice rink. I'm literally going to the ice rink now. Okay. I will go yeah. to the ice rink and, and um, I'm overwhelmed by people who come up and say, Hey, you know, that's really, we saw the video. That's really cool. What you guys are doing. It's, it's awesome. Awesome. So, like you just mentioned that you are so like super proud of uh, the company and where it's at right now. But as a company, do you guys think it's your duty to help and donate uh, when it's beneficial, or where it's beneficial? So, so we, so we do. I mean, so the answer is we a hundred percent do. So we actually do donations okay. two ways. We do them from the foundation, where we raise money, and then we also lives itself makes makes donations. So. Um, we're doing it. We're actually making a big donation uh, next week. Lives is to Girls wow. on the Run, um, the, oh. which is just an awesome, or, or, awesome organization. Uh, we did one this past month for Black History Month. We did a number of them for Black History Month, but one is called, I think it's called Women in Sports, um, wow. which is an amazing program out of Philadelphia for young women, um, mm-hmm. for young women to get them involved in, in sports. And so, so my my view is that it is part of our duty as good society members to yeah. give back like that's just that's just what every i believe every citizen should do and i believe every corporate citizen should should do i think it's good business to do also right i do think that um i do think that we you know it, i i think that we we like celebrating this stuff we like people knowing it we are hopeful that it um we believe that it is a critical part of our brand that we are a part of every community that we're that we're in. And so, yes, I think, I think that it's not, I believe that it's not a choice. I believe it's an obligation and we should view it as an obligation and we should be um, doing it in a way that is meaningful. Wow. Great. So you basically answered my next question. So what I'm going to do is now I'm getting to my last question, but I did add a question in, we'll add two in just because you're a big hockey fan. Um, but I want to get into this uh, this fourth question. So Tom Brady won his seventh ring um, in January. Uh, where do you think the Tom Brady and Michael Jordan goat conversation um, is right now? Who do you see? Who do you think is the the goat of all goats as far as uh, Tom and? So there, So it's not. So first of all, I think <laughs> that we're missing. I think that there are. I would actually argue that. Wait. wait. That there I was, are, yeah, go, wait, I'm sorry, I, go ahead. Yeah, because I was going to say, because you're a hockey player, I was going to ask you, do you think Wayne Gretzky should be in that uh, equation as GOAT? So I, I was about to answer your question, and I'm going to complicate <laughs> it even more. A hundred percent Wayne Gretzky has to be in that conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because if you look at the fact, I mean, Wayne Gretzky essentially has every single record in hockey. Right. And it Absolutely. doesn't look, I mean, I'm a massive Alex Ovechkin fan. Uh-huh. He has an outside chance at at taking over the goals record if he plays long enough and he's healthy enough. That's uh-huh. one record. Gretzky has every other record. His scoring, his assists, his you know, on and on and on and on. So I think I think it's hard not to. I, I mean, hockey's not as big a sport. It's hard not to include Gretzky. And then how do you how do people not include Muhammad Ali in that? Right? Like Muhammad Ali for his yeah. impact on society and stuff. Like it's just. But yes, it's a fun conversation. All right, so with my last question, because I write for Respect Magazine, um, I have to ask you this one. 
So what does the word respect mean to you? Um, when you see or hear that word, what are the things that uh, come to your mind? Like what is your personal definition of that word? Yeah, so I'm going to use I'm Jewish. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's a Yiddish word. I'm going to, I'm going to go and there's a Yiddish word we use in my household every single day. And I use it, I use it with my three boys, um, who are one assumed to be teenager. My other two are teenagers. And so the Yiddish word is mensch. The Yiddish word is mensch, M-E-N-S-C-H, which I don't know. I don't know if you've heard that word before, but it, but in Yiddish, it's a word that means, you know, it means, it means not just being a good person, but it means going above and beyond to be a good person. And it means trying to treat people, trying to, it's sort of a little golden rule trying to not just treat people the way you would want to be treated, but to make an effort in it, right? That means, which means if you see stuff that is wrong, you have an obligation to stand up and voice it, that you have an obligation to stand up for people, and that you have an obligation to, to respect people and to respect yourself. And so... I think about the word, like when I think about the word mensch every day, and I tell my kids every day, be a mensch, you know, if I, if you ask me to describe that word, you know, you know, what does it mean? I would put respect as one of the three or four things that, um, that, that, that word, um, that, that word uh, embodies to me. And it's about, you know, it's about, it's about being um, sure and confident in yourself but also being um, realizing that you don't know the answers, that everybody is equal and that everybody has a, um, everybody is complicated, has their own story. And, and that we, you know, we don't need to, that, that it is, we're on this planet together and let's, uh, you know, let, let's take a step back and, and, and try and listen a little bit more. And treat each other the way we'd want to, you know, treat each other the way we each want to be retreated. Wow, thank you so much, um, Lars. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for that answer. And um, thank you so much for doing this interview with respect today. Um, Yeah, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. If you have any other questions, just let me know. Got it. Thank you.